Chapter Thirty Three of Yon of the Windmill. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Florence Short. Yon of the Windmill by Juliana Horatia Ewing. Chapter Thirty Three The Businessman and the Painter. Pictures and Pot Boilers. Chimabue and Giotto, the salmon-colored omnibus. The businessmen were halfway to their business when the shadow of the sooty church still fell upon one or two of the congregation who dispersed more slowly. A few aged poor who lingered from infirmity as well as leisure, and a man neither very old nor very poor whose strong limbs did not bear him away at a much quicker pace his enjoyment of the peculiar pleasures of an early walk was deliberate as well as full and bustle formed no necessary part of his trade he was a painter the business man hurrying out of the boy's home stumbled against the painter whom he knew but whom just now he would not have been sorry to avoid the very next salmon-coloured omnibus that passed the end of the street would only just enable him to be punctual if he could catch it and the painter in his opinion had no sense of the value of time the painter on the other hand held as strong a conviction that his friend's sense of the monetary value of time was so exaggerated as to hinder his sense of many higher things in this beautiful world but they were fast friends nevertheless and with equal charity pitied each other respectively for a slovenly and a slavish way of life my dear friend cried the artist seizing the other by the elbow you are just coming from where i was thinking of going by all means my dear fellow said jan's friend shaking hands to release his elbow the master will be delighted and my time is not my own you know i know well said the artist with a little humorous malice it belongs to others that is your benevolence so come come laughed the other i'm not a man of leisure like you i must catch the next salmon-coloured omnibus i'll walk with you to it and talk as we go you can't propose to run at your time of life and with your position in the city now tell me my good friend the boys in your home are the off-scouring of the streets aren't they they are mostly destitute lads but they have never been convicted of crime any more than yourself it is the fundamental distinction between our home and other industrial schools our effort is to save boys whom destitution has all but made criminal it is not a reformatory i beg your pardon i know but i was speaking of their bodily condition only i want a model and should be glad to get it without the nuisance of sketching in the slums such a ragged pinched eager and yet stupid child as might sit homeless between the black walls of newgate and the churchyard of st sepulchre a waif of the richest and most benevolent society in christendom for whom the alternative of the churchyard would be the better not the only one i trust said the business gentleman almost passionately i trust in god not the only alternative if i had a hope 
it is that of greater and more effective efforts than hitherto to rescue the children of london from crime in the warmth of this outburst he had permitted a salmon-coloured omnibus to escape him but being much too good a man of business to waste time in regrets he placed himself at a convenient point for catching the next and went on speaking i am glad to hear you have another picture in hand not a picture a pot-boiler said the artist testily low art domestic sentiment cheap pathos my picture no one would look at even if it were finished and if i could bring myself to part with it mind you give me the first refusal of my picture yes that is i mean your street boy it is just in my line i delight in your things but don't make it too pathetic or my wife won't be able to bear it in the drawing-room your things always make her cry that's the pot-boiler said the artist i really wish you'd look at my picture unfinished as it is i should like you to have it anybody'll take the pot-boiler i want a model for the picture too and oddly enough a boy but one you can't provide me with no the subject you say is said the man of business dreamily as he strove at the same time to make out if a distant omnibus were yellow or salmon-coloured shimabue finding the boy giotto drawing on the sand ah my friend can one realize that meeting can one picture the generous glow with which the mature and courtly artist recognized unconscious genius struggling under the form of a shepherd lad yearning out of his great italian eyes over that glowing landscape whose beauties could not be written in the sand will the golden age of the arts ever return we are hardly moving towards it i fear for i have found a model for my cimabue an artist too and a true one but no boy giotto still i should like you to see it i flatter myself the colouring salmon said the man of business briskly i thought it was yellow my dear fellow hyde take as many boys as you like to the city the conductor of the salmon-coloured omnibus touched his bell and the painter was left alone End of chapter 33